0: Hello everyone, Leslie Miles back with you today and today the uh, program is going to be short but to the point point. and the topic today is what makes the black man uh, special in the eyesight of God and so to begin with let us say that um, Because God created the black man first from the dust of the ground, which is dark brown in color, this makes him very special. And this is in Genesis 2-7. And this is the first reason why the black man is considered uh, special. And all other men of lighter shades of skin color descended from him. That's another reason why he's special. Mm -hmm. And so this puts the black man in a very special Mm -hmm. category when compared to other men. Mm -hmm. Uh, His body structure Mm -hmm. is um, uh, more muscular. It is Mm more... um, masculine in the eyesight of a woman and more attractive and his physical stamina far exceeds other men. And we see this in the NBA, um, you know, before uh, Dr. King uh, riots and uh, protests because of uh, our civil rights were being violated all over the place. Before then, you saw no black men in the NBA. But after civil rights laws were passed, then we see the great difference when black men were now allowed to play is that they began to dominate the NBA and then you just look from that time to this one because black men outplayed they could jump higher they could run faster with the ball because their stamina is greater because God created them this way from the very beginning and then if we also look at golf and we see that before uh, civil rights was passed um, there were no black men in the uh, professional golf. But then when Tiger Woods, this little black boy, come in there, he totally dominated the entire uh, sports of uh, golf. And so then we also, when we look at running marathons, even today, which was just a few weeks ago, we see that Africans always win. Every year, African men win that marathon because they are physically stronger, and we see it also in football and most other physical competitions, and that's because the Man, uh is God's original design. Therefore, it is uh, of, of the most optimum you're going to get now. In our uh, era. And so let us see if scripture follows through with this initial unveiling of how special the black man is, things that he's showing us today. So let's uh, use uh, King Solomon as our example. And so, even though the world mm-hmm. openly recognizes that King Solomon was a black man. It is a good thing to have the scripture describe Solomon's physical features as well as a black man. And so scripture tells us that Solomon was good looking, that he was a handsome black man. And that's in uh, Songs of Solomon one sixteen, And it describes his hair uh, as in locks, like dreadlocks. That's what scripture says. And that his hair was wavy and black like a raven. And that's in... Um, uh, chapter 5, verse 11. And so scripture also tells us that Solomon's black father, who is King David, was also handsome. And so we can find that in 1 Samuel sixteen twelve, and those. so uh, this confirms how special black men are because these two men, King Solomon King, and King David, were the greatest two kings of ancient Israel and they were black men so uh, another example we will give of uh, of how special black men are is uh, when Israel was besieged by King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon he required those male captives from Judah and we all know by now that Judah is the tribe which contained uh, dark-skinned people and so when he uh, captured these men, uh, you know he required some of them to work you know in his realm. and so but you had to meet very high standards. King Nebuchadnezzar had very high standards to work in his realm. And so this was his requirements. He said that these men who were captured, they would have to have no blemish, they would have to have a perfect body, they would have to be good looking. They would have to be quick to learn and gifted in wisdom. That's Daniel 1, 3, and 4. And so after King Nebuchadnezzar examined these dark-skinned men of Judah, he found them to be 10 times better than his own men uh, within his realm. 10 times better. And that's Daniel 1.20. And so let us black people lean into God's revelation of the roles black men played in the Bible. Our people needs to hear these things. We need to hear them. And so you know God just might use our biblical contributions to bring young black men back to himself. And so in order to teach it, you know you first need to learn it yourself. And so I have just released a book. It's titled um, 50 uh, 50 Black People in the Bible. From Genesis to Revelation and it can be found on uh, Amazon and there you will find everything and every black person in the Bible uh, that's in this book. And you will enjoy it. I am getting good uh, responses from it. People are enjoying it. So download that book. And let's learn about our own people and teach it to our own people in our own congregations. And so uh, God can open doors for us. You know, Scripture tells us that all Scripture is inspired by God. So we can't just take these Scriptures because, um, you know, speaks about black people and pretend that they're not there and never mention anything about it when our people are so desperately lost and need to guidance. So uh, use these scriptures because they are God inspired and God put them there for a reason. Otherwise, he would never have pointed out uh, small things like um, uh, Simon of Cyrene. He wanted you to know that he was from Cyrene because that's Africa. And he would have not told us that uh, Judah married a a Canaanite. He told us that because he wants us to know that Judah was married to a black woman. And he would not have told us that Moses was married to an uh, Ethiopian African woman. But he left it there because he wants black people to know that we are also included. Because we do know from the time the Bible uh, hit its release in 1611, no religion, no uh, movie, no uh, illustration in the book ever have uh, depicted a black person as though we don't exist. So God is now showing us that we do exist in his scriptures and we played major roles. So uh, this would be a good book if you want to learn more and you want to uh, be accurate about it because everything is followed through with scripture. And also, um, most of you know that I have a foundation in Africa and Christmas is coming up. So if God so touches your heart to contribute anything that we may give the children a nice Christmas, you know, and Christmas gifts, a uh, very small Christmas gift. And when I say Christmas gift, I don't mean a doll or a computer or a... Uh, Anything that we get. When I say we give them a gift, we're talking about giving them a bag of rice to take home to their families so that they might live. So uh, if God moves in your heart to contribute something, I certainly would uh, appreciate it. Or you can subscribe to this podcast by, um, you know, just subscribing for $4.99 a month. That's what we do with the uh, money that we generate from the podcast is that we uh, contribute toward the foundation in Africa. And also, if you just like to give a one-time uh, donation, you can do so by cash-apping me at um, Jesus Compassion. The dollar sign first, Jesus Compassion, and my name, Leslie Miles, will uh, pop up. And there you can contribute something to help us out Uh, during the Christmas season. I would appreciate it very much. So thanks so much for listening. So uh, until the next time, we can come back with a brand new presentation. May God bless you and take care. Bye.